Well, hello. I hope you are having a fabulous Tuesday. We are just about done with February and only have one month left in quarter one. Can you believe it? Well, today I have a treat for you. My friend Shayla Hilton joined me for a conversation that really deeply blessed me. Honestly, even while we were talking, I felt like it was a combo the Lord led us to have just so I could go back and listen. And if I'm being honest, a lot of the questions I asked, I asked because they were kind of for me. So I know deep in my heart and in my spirit that the Holy Spirit led her to respond in the way that she did. And I know it's going to bless you because listening to it again, I just got so much more out of. So there is some interference at the beginning. So forgive me for that. I don't know what happened with the connection. I also had to edit out one piece because it just was You can understand it, but everything else is fabulous. And there is so much that we talked about. I mean, we talked about so many things, including how to know what God has called you to in this season, how to deal with seasons when you feel like you're wasting your time or feel like you're behind in life, what it means to live purposefully, what to do when you don't want to do the thing the Lord is clearly asking you to do in a season, how to know when you're out of alignment with the Lord and so much more. But before we dive into the episode, I just want to share a little bit about Shayla. Shayla Hilton is a dynamic force. She really is. If you listen to her speak, you automatically stop what you're doing. You're like, wait a minute, who's this? (laughs) She serves as the host of the top 5% podcast, the Called and Confident podcast. As a minister, speaker, coach, author, and educator, Shayla is dedicated to fulfilling God's unique plan for her life. Her mission revolves around empowering women. You hear me? And she truly does empower women to understand their calling and live purposefully. Shayla's passionate and she's an advocate for women's growth, inspiring women to move forward and take action. Through her prophetic teachings, real life stories, and practical strategies, She leaves an indelible impact on her audience, myself included. With a heart devoted to helping women unlock their potential, Shayla Hilton is truly a beacon of guidance, and she is lighting the way for others to embrace their true purpose. It is my honor to have had my friend Shayla Hilton on the podcast, and to be honest, I feel like she needs to just be one of those people who is a regular on the show. She has been on the show before. And so the the more we connect, the more we grow in our friendship and our fellowship, I just see so much of how God is using her even in and for the Her Renewed Strength community. So I know that this conversation will bless you. We would both love to hear from you and know what spoke to you, what you want to hear more about. And... Fun announcement, Shayla is actually going to be one of our featured speakers for 2024 Renewed Conference Online. So if you joined us last year, make sure that you are staying tuned for updates because we're going to be opening up registration closer to the end of the summer so that you can get locked in and make sure you don't miss out. All right, y'all. I love you and I pray that this episode blesses you. Without further ado, let's jump in. listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith, 
and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Well, today I have my friend Shayla Hilton on the podcast, and I want to just give Shayla an opportunity to share a little bit about herself. So Shayla, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Erica, so much for having me back on the show. I love the show. I love the work that you're doing. You are such an amazing person. It's so impactful. So I'm just excited to be here today. Yeah, so, I appreciate you. Of course, anytime. So a little bit about myself. I'm Shayla Hilton. I am the uh, I host a podcast called the Called and Confident Podcast. I'm also in ministry and I work full time in education as well. So I have a lot of different things going on. But at the crux of all of it, I'm always just very, very passionate about women walking fully in their calling, being able to be everything God created them to be, not being hindered or held back or not letting the cares of this world really keep them from their full purpose and full potential. So that's really the work of what I do. Yeah, it's important, I think, to have that reminder that we we do have work that is prepared in advance for us to do. And I think sometimes we think that we need to figure it out. So yeah. do you ever have opportunities to work with women or, or, or speak with women who are like, how do I figure out what that thing is? Like, am I supposed to figure it out? Do I go on this hunt? What does that look like? Yeah, I think that's such a great question. I often tell people that the first thing you want to do is just really increase your intimate time with God. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to know how you were created or what you were created to do, you need to spend time with the creator. So the more you are intimate with God, the more you spend time with him, the more you get into his presence, he will unfold for you who you are, how he designed you. You know, I think about it when we buy a new new equipment, a new TV, a new electronic, there's always a manufacturer's guide for us to, to look through. And so if we want to know how to operate it co- completely, we need to go to the manufacturer's guide, to the manufacturer. And God is our manufacturer. He created us. He knows how he created each of us. He knows his purpose behind it, what he put on the inside of us. We all have really special, unique gifts. And so as we seek him, we can learn more about those gifts, more about how we were created, how we were woven in our mother's womb. And so I believe it's a journey. But over time, God will reveal different parts of that to you. And you'll start to see the pieces come together like, oh, I see how this was connected to that. I see how these skills, these talents work with this piece. And it just kind of comes together as you just keep journeying with him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of the women who I work with and some of the ladies who listen, not all, but many struggle to have time with the Lord. And, you know, a big hindrance is because they're, they're, they're already doing so much so when you think about these women and you know i've been that woman too where i'm doing things that are good are they the things that the lord would have me do right now i don't you know i don't always know i just kind of pray about it and pray that he'll Mm -hmm. course correct 
Um, but for the women who are in this season of busyness and still wondering and have this, you know, deep sense that they might not be living out their full potential yeah. or doing what the Lord is calling them to do, how would you encourage them to to grow in their relationship and their intimacy with the creator when they feel like they don't have time to? Yes, that's a great question. I think sometimes we put a lot of additional pressure on ourselves and we feel like if I don't spend 30 minutes, if I don't dedicate an hour to God every day, then I'm not doing a good job or I'm not doing enough. And I personally don't think that's true. I think we need to spend time with God when we can, even if that's five minutes in the morning, even if that's while you're dropping a kid off in the car rider line, you're you're praying silently. You know, I think God is with us all throughout the day. He's always there. He's always present. He knows what's on our plate in every season. Yeah. And so I don't think God is offended if we have Minute, a few minutes here and there. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think we put our, that pressure on ourselves or other people do mm -hmm. to make us feel bad. But I think it's just about that consistent communication where mm -hmm. the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. Mm -hmm. I think that's just being in constant contact with God throughout the day, wherever we can, speaking to him, keeping ourselves available, listening to what he might be sharing, how he's speaking through our environment. I think all of that is a part of intimacy with God. That's great. And you referenced that time being a time where the Lord does reveal to you your gifts, your talents. For the women who struggle to see their own gifts, how would you guide them if they were to ask you, how can I start to recognize them? Because it's hard to see anything in myself. I just, yes. you know, you, some people just don't have that that um, sense of self or, or that awareness. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times it's very hard to see it in our own selves, but the people around you, particularly the people who who love you for real, people who can be trusted in your life, yeah. they'll leave those clues for you. They'll tell you how great you are at this or how great at that, or people will continue to come to you and ask you about questions about certain things. All of those things are clues along your, your your calling path, leading to your purpose. And so if someone is always telling you, wow, you're such an amazing listener. I just call on you because I need someone that I know I can listen to. I need someone I can get wisdom from. All of those things are giftings. And I think we sometimes think that everybody has that. Oh, you know, everybody does that. Everybody can do this well, but that's not always true. Most of the times it's your unique gift and people are kind of pointing it out. And so I typically encourage people, ask like three to five people you're really close to, people that you really trust. What am I good at? What do you think I do really well? What kind of stands out about me? And those people will begin to tell you and you'll kind of see that it's probably similar things. And you'll begin to see, oh, wow, maybe maybe I am great at that. I overlooked it. I didn't really think it was a big deal, but maybe that's one of my gifts. Maybe that's something God wants to use in my life. I love that. I think it's important to highlight the very first part you said people who really love you yes and I know for a season in my life I felt just like I couldn't really trust a lot of people and mm -hmm. part of that was because I was hurt by past experiences and I was still recovering um, so for maybe some women who are struggling to identify those people what are some markers of like truly loving you who are yeah. some people how can you tell if someone really loves you 
Yes. I think these are the people who have your best interests at heart. People who want to see you do well. They want to see you win. These are people who are encouraging through every season of your life. These are people when great things happen in your life, they encourage you. They celebrate you. They lift you up. They're not jealous. <laughs> They're not acting strange about your successes or your wins in life. These are people who really are championing your growth. And I think those are the people we have to look for. And if we don't have any of those people around us, we need to pray and say, God, I need you to send me the right people into my life. Mm -hmm. God, you know what I've been through. You know what I've experienced with people. And Father, I really just need you to send people into my life who mean me well, people who have good intentions for my life, people who want to walk through life with me and I can encourage them and they can encourage me. The Bible talks about iron sharpening iron. So we want those people in our lives so we can sharpen one another, support one another. And it doesn't have to be somebody you talk to all the time. It can just be people that you trust, people who you know have similar beliefs and values, people who love God like you love God. You want to look for those types of people who will encourage you on your journey because it gets hard and we all we all need people that we can turn to. Absolutely. I just uh, recorded a podcast episode. It actually went live um, mm -hmm. and just encouraging the woman who feels like she's wasting her time, who yeah who wants to quit. And so much of that, I mean, it happens in everything, whether yeah. you're pursuing a new career, just trying to change your habits, trying to improve anything, right? Mm -hmm. we, we have these moments when we feel like we are wasting time, wasting effort. We don't see the fruit of our labor and we feel like it's in vain. Yes. And you know what? Personally, when I started to recognize what the Lord was leading me to focus on that like calling work. Yes. I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I don't, you know, I'll do whatever you want, Lord. But as I did it and walked it out, I'm, I was met with resistance and mm -hmm. I did feel like I wasn't seeing growth in the way that I guess I hoped to. Yeah. Um. So I bring that up because when I think about, the feelings of it, I think the feelings can cloud our our view of of God's purposes, definitely our, our understanding. And so, just with that, how do you, in your walk, kind of navigate the emotional flare ups as you're doing the work and like walking that out? Yes, I've dealt with that a lot. I've had whole seasons of my life that I felt like were wasted or times where I felt really behind what I just really, truly cling to to Jesus for real, <laughs> like really trying to just hang in there and just keep going day to day. And what I've seen over the years is that you'll kind of get to the end of that and you'll see that he was still using that hard season. He was still using that really hard place. And then you will see that Nothing is wasted. If it'll, it'll feel wasted, <laughs> but nothing is truly wasted because God will still redeem the time. He can redeem the time, the season. God will bring you into a place of acceleration, even when you feel very behind. And he will accelerate you into the place he would have you to be because, of, because you've been faithful, because he knows you're doing the best you can do, because you do love him and trust him, because you are in a very busy place in a very busy season. I believe that God will accelerate the time and get you to where you need to be so that you're never, ever behind. And that's something that you just kind of see along the journey. Now, it, when you're in it, it doesn't feel that way. But as you come to the end of it, 
you will see that it wasn't a waste. God will redeem that time and redeem that experience because you'll be able to use it to support someone else mm -hmm. along the way. And then he'll still accelerate you and get you to where, where you feel that you should have been anyway. Mm -hmm. And so it, it won't be a wasted season, although it can very much feel that way. Yeah. So if a person wants to quit, what do you tell them? Don't quit. Don't quit. <laughs> I, and, and those things are easier said than done, but <laughs> don't quit. Don't give up just yet. You know, hang in there. I just encourage people to do the best you can do, whatever that takes to get to the next day. And then once you get to that next day, then do that again <laughs> and get to the next day. And some days you will feel great about it. And some days you will not. Some days you'll have a lot to give and other days you'll have nothing to give, mm -hmm. but just don't, don't be defeated. <clears throat> don't, you have to kind of refuse to quit in all of that. You have to refuse to be knocked out. And every day is a fresh day and a fresh opportunity to get up and try again. And I don't think every day is a productive day, every day that we don't feel excellent about everything. But I think if you just make it through the day, just make it through. Just, and some of those days look like, God, I'm not really feeling it today. Don't feel great, not really in the mood, but I need you to pull me through. <laughs> I need you to get me through this day and get me to the next day. And again, I think that's an honest prayer. I think that is spending time with God and that's being very open and honest. And there are many days when that's the best prayer we can give. And I believe that it's still pleasing in God's sight because he knows it's coming from a pure heart and a pure place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some of the work you do, Maybe all the work you do, no matter, I guess, where you're doing it, because it all aligns, right? Everything is connected. Mm -hmm. um, but you do help women to understand their calling and to live purposefully. What does it look like to live purposefully? I think living purposefully is no matter where you are in your life or if you are in church, in the workplace, wherever, I think it's showing up and being the best you can be. So showing up and fulfilling your assignment in that place, you, your assignment in this season could be to your family. And so if God has called you to really foster and steward your family in this season, then you shouldn't beat up on yourself about not working a career or not building a business or not. I think we put so much weight on ourselves to do all of the things. Mm -hmm. And in that particular season, God could just be calling you to take care of the family. And that's plenty. And that's great. And, and that's what you should be OK with. And so I think we have to learn to hear from God and then ebb and flow with where he has us. So I just came out of a season where I didn't work for 10 months. And I, that has happened to me a couple of times in the past where God took me off of the job. And it's very uncomfortable. But in those seasons, he's like, you have to learn to trust me because right now this is where I need you to be. And this is what I need you to do. And so we have to get comfortable with the ebbs and flows of God. I think as we learn to move with Holy Spirit, things become, I wouldn't call it easier, <laughs> but it just becomes more of a peace because we know that he's in control, even in the uncomfortable places, even in the frustrating places, that there is still a plan that God has and some kind of weird way is going to all work together at some point. Yeah, that very much complements what you shared about when you feel discouraged, like yeah. you just do your best every yeah. day and our best looks different day to yeah, day. Definitely. Our best will look different sometimes moment to moment. Yes. Um, but when you walk with the spirit, I think some women, especially the women who are maybe newer in their faith, they don't know what it looks like to walk yeah. by the spirit. They don't know how to hear from Holy spirit because they're not so sensitive to his, right. his voice and his promptings. So that brings me to, I just am reminded of what you started with. It's like, 
your intimacy with the Lord. Yes. That's like the bedrock of everything. Yes, it, it is. It is. I think it's it's kind of like when you spend time with friends or family or whoever, the people that you love, you begin to know their voice. You know, like when you spend a lot of time with somebody, you start to finish each other's phrases. You know, you yeah. say things the same way. Sometimes you can just make eye contact and you're on the same page. You know, yeah. we want to develop that level of intimacy with God. We want to, that's, that's how you learn to flow with the spirit. You want to be so intimate with him, like you and God will have inside jokes. You know, like yeah. we do that with people, we want to build that with God, where we know, oh, this is what God would have me to do. Oh, this is, I feel a peace about this. I know that this is where he's leading me in this moment, in this season. And so that of course takes time. It's a journey. It happens over time. It happens when you continue to spend time with him, studying your Bible, reading your word. And it doesn't all have to be alone. We want to be in community. You know, mm -hmm. we want to have a mentor, a peer, a pastor, someone listening to this show, you know, can be the very tool that you need. It could be a mentorship piece for you to learn and grow how to learn more about God and how to come into his presence and what to do, you know, so all of those tools are available to us and we want to use all of them and all the people that God places around us. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're thinking about living by the spirit and, and growing in relationship with the Lord, do you ever find yourself not wanting to do what he appears to be calling you to do? Yes, many, <laughs> many times, many yeah. times. But I, I try to be obedient um, regardless because I know that he still knows things that I don't know. So if God is saying, give this up or don't do this or, or for example, I wanted to really focus on my business in a, in a season. And I wanted my business to be my sole thing, my primary thing. And that's what I wanted to work on. And that's what I wanted to build. And God was like, but that's not what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. So I need you to trust me and trust what I want you to focus on in this season. And I didn't want to do that. That was frustrating, but I knew that God knows better than me. And he knew something that I didn't know. Perhaps there were things I still needed to learn or, or even my particular audience may still need a time or they needed to, you know, there are a lot of things, a lot of reasons, but I have found that when we surrender to God and we choose to obey, even when we don't feel like it, there will be blessings attached to that. He, re he rewards obedience. <laughs> he rewards our faithfulness. And many times God can, God can see the entire landscape. We can only see a tiny piece. Yeah. And so we just have to trust that he knows best and he's going to do what's right by us, even when we don't agree. <laughs> yeah. That's a word. That's like a whole podcast episode, I feel. <laughs> Doing what you don't want to do out of obedience. Yeah. You found yourself in those seasons that you were out of obedience, just doing it, right? Mm -hmm. What got you through? I think what got me through was I feel I've learned for me personally, when I'm out of alignment, um, things are harder. It's more of a toil. I have to work harder. I'm doing more. I'm more frustrated. I'm not productive. I feel like my time is consumed. You know, sometimes those are indicators that I am resisting God or I'm pushing against God's will for my life. Mm -hmm. And so I have learned um, from walking with God, that it's better not to do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to tussle with God. I'm going to lose every time, you yeah. know. So it's better to just release that, surrender whatever it is that I'm doing, and just let Him be in control. Because it's just going to be better <laughs> if I let God lead and I and I surrender and follow 
follow his plan for my life. Yeah, that's good. I want to pause there for the women who are like, okay, this is all a lot of really great. These are great ideas. How do I walk this out? What would you say to them? Yeah. What is like a really as practical as you can be, you know, and very simple, right? Like nothing. Yes, very simple. The most practical thing I would say is study the word, study the scripture. If you're not sure where to begin, um, you can start. Psalms is always a simple place. I encourage people to start in the Psalms. You can start there, but you want to just practically speaking, get in the practice of reading the word. And a lot of times then people will say, but I don't understand it. And, and then I suggest to them, but you have to get a different version. I'm not, please don't start in the King James version. If you are freshly new to reading the Bible, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Don't do that, please. So there are lots of versions and translations that you can get. There are great Bible studies. There are phenomenal Bible study teachers like Erica, you know, so you <laughs> want to connect yourself to some people who understand the word. That's the best practical thing you can do is start in the word, find you some support. You don't have to do it alone. Start reading the, the word, start understanding what it's saying and, and find someone to help you, you know, find some tools and resources. There are great Bible studies out here. There are a lot of amazing people, Bible study teachers, and that's the best thing to do. Doesn't have to, you don't have to do all of the things, just start really practically there. Even if you can read like one scripture a day, hmm. start there. That's a great place to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some just to piggyback off of what you said, the best thing I could have done when I was a baby Christian was be focused on showing up versus yeah. becoming like mastering it, you know? Yeah. I think when I was starting, I started because I had been in this really dark season and then I came mm -hmm. to the Lord. And even after coming to the Lord, I, I wasn't fully in. And then when I when I realized that I needed to be fully in, I was like, OK, well, let me read the Bible to see what it says about what I'm saying. Yes. Mm -hmm. to. Yeah. And so I committed to a Bible in a year plan, which is really hard, actually. It's very hard. Yeah, because it's actually very intense. Yes, in terms of like the volume very, that you're very, taking in yeah. each day, and mm -hmm. when you don't know what you're reading, you don't understand all of it, right? Because yeah. so much of the cultural context and the historical, exactly. you know, nuances, it doesn't make sense to us. Today. No, no. Um, I remember I'm one of those people that just if I say I'm going to do it, I'm gonna, I do it. Mm -hmm. I really think so. I would show up and I'd be looking at my readings. I'm like, all right, I have an Old Testament. A New Testament. I have a Psalm. I have a proverb. Yeah. And I have a reading from the Gospel. Okay. What What did I just take in? And I, yes. I remember sometimes I'd look back and be like, I feel like I just got blindsided. I don't know what exactly. I just read. Yeah. But I showed up every day, and I think right. the, the number one prayer I had during that time was, God, can you just give me a desire to be in Your Word? Because I yes. like do not have that. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> at all. Yes, exactly. I, I think Bible study and so many other things as you grow in God is a, it's building a muscle. It's just like when we go to the gym, you know, we don't yeah. most people don't want to do that every day. But but you do it because, yeah. again, like you said, you're being consistent. Yeah. You've made a promise, a commitment to yourself and you continue to build the muscle. Bible study is like that. Prayer is like that. You okay. just you do it. Build the muscle every day. It'll get better. It won't hurt every time like it did yeah. at the beginning. You know, it's it's the same type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are a newbie, I I think the easiest translations to understand just looking back now and like remembering for, and 
if you have any uh, recommendations, Shayla, please. But I think the NIV is probably one of the easiest. The yeah. NLT even NLT is pretty too. easy. Yeah. Right? Pretty yeah. Um, and then there are a couple of others. I would stay away from like the paraphrase Bibles for right, right. now. Right. Just Definitely. for right now. Um, but yeah, I think NIV and NLT are probably really good to start. To start for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely building the muscle of, of being in God's word and hearing from the Lord, becoming sensitive to his voice is really the result of knowing what his voice sounds like in the first place. Yes. yes. So starting there. And, and if you are in this season where you're like, I feel like God has more for me. I just don't know what that more is. Like Shayla said, you know, just becoming consistent and showing up to hang out with the Lord is going to be a really great first step. And then from there, aligning your life with God's purposes over your life. And Shayla, if you don't mind, could you just kind of expand a little bit more on what it looks like to align your life with God's purposes over your life? Yes. I think that looks like, um, we can have, we all have a plan, especially if you're like me and you're type A and you like to plan and you like to organize and you like checklists you and you like all me. of the things, right? We're probably some of the people who struggle the most with this because we like to know the plan and we like to know where we're going yeah. and God doesn't always work that way. Oh um, <laughs> so it can be hard when you're like, God, just tell me the thing. I'm just trying to get to the thing. I want to get it done. I want to get it checked off. And God's like, no, just, just trust me. We're on a journey, journey with me, move with me, flow with me. We're, we're going somewhere. It's okay. And so if you're like me, <laughs> then you have to, pra- you'll begin to practice to just kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. And so I can have a plan of this is what I think we're doing, but I have to keep, I have to personally keep taking it back to God. Like, is this okay? Is this what we're doing right now? Because I'll take a plan and run with it. I'll have the next several years. Like, this is what we're going to do. Oh, <laughs> and God has me. blow me down. Yes. All the time. And so I think that it's like that with journeying with God, he will consist continuously like slow us down. Mm. Say, you need to take a deep breath. <laughs> Because you have gotten yourself all worked up and all overwhelmed and anxious and all of the things. Take a deep breath and trust me. I'm in control. I have this. We're we're moving together. I'm moving you somewhere, but you need to calm down. And so the more I have to sit and take deep breaths and trust him and give it back to God and say, I can feel myself running away with this. I can feel myself color coordinating this plan in such a way. And God is like, calm down, slow down, wait right here until I give you the next thing. And so that that's probably has helped me the most. That's for me. That was for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was for me. I am absolutely the girl who plans ahead. And I I do have that check-in with the Lord. Like, is this what you want me to do? Yeah. But I think that if you're like me, you also have a really you've done a good job of convincing yourself that you're on the right path. So yes. then like having to let go of that is probably the harder part. And absolutely anyone who listens to me talk about my arc method, that three step method to assess, to release and to create that second step of releasing is the absolute hardest. So hard because we, we put in time, we put in effort, we put in focus, money, all that into the things that we are preparing. So and especially when you are sure that you heard God, when you're sure that you heard him say, 
do this, work on this. Mm-hmm. And then you begin to question, like, did I even hear him in the first place? Was I wrong? Gosh, did I miss yes. him? Like, Lord, did you say that? Am I? Yeah. I, I think it's all a natural part of the process. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Before we got on our call, Shayla, I was having a conversation with my friend, my friend Faith, y'all. Mm-hmm. She is, she's like the countryest country person that I know. So <laughs> a lot of her isms are, they go over my head. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we were having a conversation. I'm like, you know, just venting to her about my frustrations with myself and, yeah. and things. And she just pretty much said what you just said. Like, you just have to take that deep breath and like, is this what you want me to do? And I was in that very position that you just described. Did I really hear you say that, God? Like, yeah. am I, did I get it wrong? Yeah. And, and and if I did, you know, I just pray that he would reveal that to me because I think right. a lot of us are, are reactive mm-hmm. most of the day. Like we're, <laughs> we're responding to what we see happening and, yes. and not taking that step back and saying like, all right, maybe I need to be praying for like spiritual eyes to see all of this. Yes. You know, so if anyone is with me on that, I would love to hear from y'all. And I'm sure Shayla would, too. Um, If any of this is resonating, please let us know. Let us know we're not alone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only two over here. Yeah, it's so true, though. So any any last words before we close out today? I think when I was thinking about um, our chat today and your listeners, what I really kept hearing the Lord say was he wanted your listeners to know that they really are doing a great job, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if you are overwhelmed, even if you are anxious today, even if you have questioned a thousand times, am I even on the right track? I believe God wanted your listeners to know that you are doing a good job. You are doing the best that you can do. And I feel God wanted everyone to know that they are stewarding what he called them to steward in the season and they're doing great. So to let go of the pressure that they've been putting on themselves, the guilt, the shame, the, am I, am I a great mom? Am I a great wife? Am I a great businesswoman? Am I a great church member, churchgoer, believer, all of the things I, I really feel like God wants us. And, and particularly as women to know that we're doing good. We're doing enough. We're doing more than enough. And that's okay. And on our hardest days where we feel like it is all spinning out of control, it's still enough. And we have done our best. We've done our best. And so I believe that's what he wanted your listeners to know today. Thank you. Thank you, Shayla, for being here. How can more of our listeners continue to connect with you? What's the best place for them to find you? Where can they hang out with you? All the things. Yeah. So I spend the most time on the podcast uh, called In Confident Podcast. And then you can always reach me through email, which is just hello at shaylahilton.com. Yeah. And I'll link all of that. I'll make sure that we have links to the podcast. Are you on social? Not much. I mean, it's yeah. there. I'll respond if you reach out, but not a lot. <laughs> Hello at shaylahilton.com. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So I'll make sure to link that, make it easy for y'all. Make sure you do subscribe to Shayla's podcast. I subscribe to it. And obviously I enjoy having conversations with her because- I brought her back on the show, but also when you listen and I just have to tip my hat to you, the, your, your method of communication, the way that you communicate is so effective for me, at least I love listening to you speak. I absolutely love when you are driving a point. It is so clear. It is so just, I I don't feel confused. 
listening to you, I never feel like, what did she just say? You know, sometimes you listen to people and you're like, yes. I don't think I got it. I yeah. have never felt like that with you. So if you want a clear communicator, a great teacher, a fantastic mentor, I would absolutely 100% subscribe to the Called and Confident podcast and just be on the lookout for more things that Shayla is doing because she doesn't just do the podcast, y'all. And when she's ready to drop her next project, you definitely want to be in the know. Yes, definitely. Erica, thank you so much. I always love talking to you, spending time with you. Blesses me every time. Every time. Well, I appreciate you too. And I will make sure that we send all our sisters your way. So if you listen today, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you thought about the conversation. Hello at ShaylaHilton.com. You can email me, Erica at HurryNewStrength.com. And if not, we pray the Lord continues to reveal his will for your life to you that you would grow in your relationship with him and that you would join us the next time. We'll see you soon, y'all. God bless. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.